The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The brain is our personal tool to keep us at our best and realize self-esteem. The mind, body, and immune system work together to help us make the right choices and to reach our purpose and potential. Welcome to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Lindsay and her guests are the go-to experts when it comes to relationships, sexuality, parenting, and wellness. We're here to enlighten and inform you. Now, here is your host, Lindsay Levinson. Hi, I am Lindsay Levinson. I am your host here at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Welcome. Welcome to each and every listener. If you're coming back, welcome. If you listen every week, welcome. If you found us on archive, welcome. I really don't care how you get to this show. I'm always grateful if you get to this show. And to have each and every one of you here today is awesome. And let me just say... You're going to want to stay tuned. If you ever made a choice not to change the station, today's that day. This is going to be a unique show, and it's going to be a hot show. And let me tell you why. This is part two of a part two series, or a two-part series, because last week we did Discovering Sex. We had Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. She is author of the book, Orgasm for Life. You see where I'm headed with this? Orgasm for life. Come on. What do you think we're talking about? We're talking about sexual issues, deep stuff, fun stuff, but important stuff. This is the kind of subject matter that quite often we think we shouldn't be talking about, and so many of us don't. But it is the deepest part of our soul. Who are we sexually? How are we sexually? And are we okay? Are we enjoying our sex life? Are we telling the truth? Are we rising to our potential in that area because we deserve to. So Jennifer Elizabeth Masters brings just a wealth of knowledge and she shares and we learn. We're going to the wilder side today. I am going to tell you that. We will explore what we are calling this show, Fantasy to Fetish. You know, wild and kinky. We are going to remove the taboo about Fantasy to Fetish and we're going to dig into amazing options that you are allowed to desire. I am going to ask you, as I always do, because you continue to just be so loyal and grow, grow this community strong, follow us at Facebook if you would. That's just Illuminating Now, all one word. Twitter is at sign Illuminating Now, and it has gone off the hook, so check it out. And qualityforlifecoaching.com, quality for life coaching, no spaces, no numbers, just all one word. That's my website. I'm glad to talk to you about anything, give you a free consult. Do you want to talk about what's on the show? Do you want to be on the show? Do you want to tell me what you want to hear on the show? Check out the website. Feel free to check out me by contacting me. Now, you definitely want to check out the book, Orgasm for Life. And so that is easily found, and you can Google it, and you can buy it, and boy, do I recommend it. 
Jennifer's blog is absolutely amazing. One of the best I've ever seen and um, just so deep and so much with truth in subject matter, again, that I don't think you'll find a lot of other places. It is Jennifer Elizabeth Masters, all one word, dot blogspot dot com. It's called Love Yourself Fearlessly. And when you start to read it, you won't be able to stop reading it. So check it out. See if I'm right about that. Let me tell you about the guest we are about to have on this show and have some fun with. Jennifer Elizabeth Masters, she's been on a healing journey for over 30 years. Her healing has taken her around the world. It's landed her in the desert of California. She has found the desert to be peaceful, supportive, and nurturing. And it's wild and windy and disruptive. So it's got lots of components, and just like Jennifer, it matches well. In the process of healing her own sexual dysfunction, codependency, addictions, illness, Jennifer's developed several programs to help empower women to love themselves fearlessly. One of the biggest changes in Jennifer's life is the total absence of fear, depression, and loneliness. Can you imagine that? If, if you could have that? She has discovered when we come to loving acceptance of ourselves, we get out of our own way and we stop trying to make things happen. We actually allow life to unfold. Jennifer has worked with thousands of women and men, and she helps them heal from addiction, depression, limiting beliefs, and unworthiness. So she is so valuable to so very many. She's an author. She's an inspirational speaker. She's a hypnotherapist, certified life coach, mother of three, master energy healer, and an ordained minister. And as a Scorpio, she unabashedly says she has enjoyed sexual expression. She assists women to find the sacredness in sex. And married and divorced four times, Jennifer is an empowerment and sex coach for women. Her book, Orgasm for Life, came out at the end of May of this year, 2000. Well, actually, last year. It's hard for me to get used to 2015, but it was May of 2014 that the book was released. So the book is doing really well. And you guys, honestly... You want to have this book for so very many reasons. It's a great book, but throughout the show, we'll talk about different reasons why having this book and much of what she talks about in it become valuable to you alone and to you with your partner in what it can add to your sex life. So just letting you know, check it out. I think you're going to want to get your hands on it. Okay. So, you know, I just want to start by saying, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters, thank you so much for being on part two of the show and giving us, you know, two weeks of your time to kind of move into fantasy to fetish and talk about all these things with us. Well, thank you, Lindsay, except for the sex part. It sounds like you make me walk on water. (laughs) In my eyes, you do walk on water. I love having you on the show and, you know, they just, they fly by. Um, This is such important information that it's hard to ever know what to prioritize. So fantasy to fetish. I mean, I'm asking you listeners, you know, ha- have you ever wondered what it would feel like to be the dominatrix or maybe get spanked? Do you want to tie your partner up, but you don't dare? Kinky sex is thrilling from feet to fetishes, any kind, anal, zuftig, that's full woman, full figured woman, you know, we've got kinky covered here. Whether you are new in your relationship, whether you're sharing your 40th anniversary, kinky sex can add a new dimension to your 2D world. 
from fantasy sex, dress up, role playing, Dungeons and Dragons in the basement, there are many facets of kinky to turn you both on. Why, though, is it so difficult to broach the subject, even when you know each other intimately? It still is just not easy. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a threesome? Are you interested in a golden shower? Do you even know what that is? Have you wondered why someone would be? Do certain ideas that people bring up gross you out and you don't know why they bring those up? You know what? K is for kinky and crazed. But hang on to your blindfolds, ladies. (laughs) It's going to get really kinky in the next hour. We've got a lot of things to talk about. So let's just hit it right from the start, Jen, and ask, I'm going to ask you, what does kinky sex mean? Anything out of the ordinary. For, for someone, it could be wearing a blindfold. It could be having sex on the kitchen counter or the dining room table. It could be having sex in the backseat of your car. It could be tying someone up. It could be dominatrix, dress up, somebody playing doctor and nurse. There's a lot of different aspects to sex. Uh, whipped cream, chocolate sauce, I mean, using vegetables. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of things from foot sucking and toe sucking to peeing on me, candle wax dripping. I mean, there's a lot of different things <laughs> that go into kinky. And is kinky healthy? It's healthy if it's what two people agree on. And, and that is the thing, is that the sky is the limit as long as both parties say yes. As long as both parties say yes. So here's, here's the tricky part is there are so, you know, I know last week we talked about communication. We talked about, you know, hey, what if you don't like how someone kisses? What if you don't like how someone gives you a blowjob? What if you don't like to give a blowjob? You know, so we talked about it being vulnerable just to say the things that are part of what we'll call standard sexual activities, but still very vulnerable because if you have love, you're afraid you might lose that. If you're just dating You don't want to be looked at funny, and you certainly don't want to be rejected and abandoned before you ever found love. Um, Now you move into the kinky realm, and so you worry about the judgment, like, okay, let's let's pee on each other. So so one person thinks there's an alert of this and maybe even wants to explain what the alert is, and the other person says, what? Like, really? What in the world are you talking about? You know, I mean, there's a real judgment that is just – you know, I can't even fathom it. I don't want to hear more. So how do you get past what is in one person's mind that is exciting and there's reasons why they could tell you that, but another person has total judgment? I mean, do you see this in, in, in coaching and the people that you meet, the research you've done? Well, absolutely. And here's the key, is that boundaries need to be in place. And the healthier we are the more that we need to adhere to our boundaries. So if someone suggests to you, I I really want to have anal sex and you do not want anything going up there. It only, you know, (laughs) that is only used for outbound, not inbound. And if that's the way you feel, then you need to be clear. No, that's not somewhere where I want to go. However, if you'd like to try 
whipped cream and chocolate or if you'd like to try something else, then offer that as an option. And as far as the peeing, you know, that, that might be something that it's, it's a little outrageous, but why don't you try it in the shower? See how you like that. So there are, are different ways of looking at the same subject. I think that, you know, in what I've learned and what I've seen and maybe including myself, I'm trying to tap into my own kinky, whatever that is, but, but I'm also looking at some extreme kinkies that I've heard, some, some stories, certainly some clients, and, and what people come to the table wanting. Um, I'm thinking of someone who you know definitely wanted to, like what his thing was, like he wanted to be smothered, and, but he also wanted to let, you know, go down on a girl, but while he was being smothered, you know, certain things I think are wired. Like there's some wiring, right? Do you, I, I don't know that these are learned. That there's some, the, the innate, ju- just like people want to judge whether somebody's gay or somebody's transgender or somebody doesn't want to have a gender. Or, you know, people think, you know, going through life, you make these decisions kind of, ba- you know, based on just how you're feeling in the moment when I think it's a deep wiring that drives sexual needs, sexual desires, and sexuality in and of itself. Well, um, I, I agree with the wiring, and, and it could have something to do with sexual molestation in childhood or something that happened in childhood that, that wired them that way. So, yes, absolutely. And, and I can talk about one experience that I had with, with a client where he absolutely had to have anal sex and she absolutely wouldn't have it. And it was an issue over and over and over. And over the course of 10 years, it became so dark. And so se- they ended up divorcing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do believe... Um you know, I do believe it's so deeply seated and, you know, I, I know of, uh, I, I mean, I, I get your story after story of so many situations, but I know of a, a couple who really, I mean, it was the beginning of a relationship, but they were just hitting it off. I mean, there just couldn't, it couldn't have been more right type of thing. And, you know, she was kind of playing with him and doing things and she, you know, she was absolutely playing with his penis. She was definitely doing some fun stuff. He was feeling good. And then she just kind of put her finger around his ass a little bit. She didn't like shove it in or anything. She just kind of touched around the ass while she was playing. And so she didn't even, she wasn't really even conscious she did it because it was so natural to her. That was totally okay with her. She didn't think that was weird. She, she, you know, what didn't go all the way and she was just touching the area. She would have been okay if he did it to her. Like, so to her, it was all just part of everything. She could have been touching his leg for all she knew. Like she was just stimulating different parts of him to show him multiple stimulation. And, but that he jumped up and she didn't know why she actually thought she did something wrong with his penis. Like she didn't know what she did. Like she, he jumped up and he just went into a speech essentially on how I don't like that. I don't like, you know, and she, she really didn't know what she did. She really still thought, oh, like I've never met a guy who doesn't like his penis touch, you know, and she was trying to process like what, what, you know, and he was, and he, all he could keep repeating is I don't like that. I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I just don't, I can't, I don't like, you know what I mean? And he left. He just left. Like he, 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 they were in the middle of like a day, you know, he, he, and they were doing so good in this relationship and it was new, but it was like the best, you know, honeymoonish phase <laughs> and he just like left. And so, you know, 
so that's why I say it's wiring. What? Well, and I can I can totally relate to that because if molestation took place and that was involved, the touching the anus or rectal sex for him, you can totally understand why he would have an aversion to it. Right. And men do not talk about molestation. That right. most men keep that quiet. They won't discuss it at all. Right. And you know, part of me wants to make this statement for anyone listening that I, d- I don't want to attach every piece of wiring that's super strong for people to molestation. I, I don't want. I don't want to say that's you know, as we talk about wiring, that's why if you've got some super strong wiring that must have happened to you or the person that you know you're wondering why they're wired so strong. At the same time, I do think it happens way more than we realize, and it is not talked about way more than we'll ever understand with, uh, you know, with ourselves or our partners. Um, you know, even, even ourselves, we don't know. In other words, quite often we, we repress these things. They are so deep down, we, you know, we really don't even know what happened to us. So that's why I'm saying certain wiring you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I just I won't be able, I won't be able to speak to whether that did or didn't happen. Right. But I do feel that the, you know whether somebody would like to be peed on or whether somebody would absolutely like to dress up. You know, that's another vulnerability. Like a man saying to his woman, "I want to dress up," and you know, does she see that as fun and sexy and kind of wild, or does she wonder, "Oh my gosh, you know, is he trans or?" Is he gay or why does he want to put a dress and heels on? Like, I, I don't know that about him. You know, that's my husband. I've known him for 10 years, but now he wants to wear dresses and heels when we have sex and do this thing. And so, you know, he gets judged where some women might think, that's so cool. That's so fun that you want to do something fun like that. Another woman looks at him and says, uh-oh, what, what am I supposed to learn in this moment where he's telling me that he like dresses and nylons, you know, and then we go from there. Have you had cases like that? Well, yes. And, and one of the things that happens as we evolve is we become less and less judgmental. And in accepting in a, in a relationship, the more accepting and loving and compassionate we can be for our partner, that involves dropping the judgment. And, and probably the biggest thing that you and I could share on this, this show today is acceptance and being compassionate with each other. And, you know, what's it going to hurt if your guy wears heels and lingerie? Is it going to hurt anything? In five years down the road, is that going to change the course of the world? No. Right. And I think, you know, what I love, continue to evangelize to all of you listeners, to all of you out there, and evangelize it to myself, frankly, you know, it, there's no, to continue to learn this, which is, it doesn't help us to be quiet. It doesn't help us to be afraid and not want to know something. This is the same as I have a huge philosophy with parenting. You know, if you think your child might be doing something that looks a little not okay, it doesn't help you not to ask because you don't want to hear that they're hanging with a bad crowd or you don't want to hear that they did steal that thing or you don't want to hear that they maybe are doing weed in the backyard every night. You know, you, you kind of think so, but you'd rather not know because then you'd have to know. So, you know, knowing things might be scary or you might have to take an action or you might have to ask more questions, but it does not help us not to know. So I kind of am going with what Jen is saying. Like, if it does not hurt you, 
explore, discover. I call it expansive thinking. And it expands your ability to be wise in the world. So, you know, maybe you are scared. What does my, you know, is my husband a cross-dresser? Is he trying to tell me something? Am I going to get left soon because he's going to change his sex? Like, maybe all those questions are going through your mind and you're scared. So, so what? So go ahead and have some fun with that phase of what might be being introduced to you at that time. And you're also going to learn. You'll learn the answers to those questions in time because you'll either have a blast or you'll start to grow or you'll start to come up with some fun ideas you'd like to do or you'll start to know him better or maybe your worst fears will come true. But at least you'll know what your life is rather than, you know, living in some lie in some crazy world that you feel funny but don't know why. So I think trying things, if you can, is a good thing and and certainly... Again, like I said, one thing leads to the next. Like maybe the thing your partner's asking for or, or telling you to do or something, maybe it doesn't sound too fun, but just opening that door gives you the courage to ask for the one thing you've always desired. And so then you ask for that and your partner thinks you're awesome. And then all of a sudden you're treated better than you've ever been treated. You know, so one thing can lead to another all because you were open-minded and tried. Do you think that's true, Jen? Well, I do. And and back to the judgment thing, uh, there are couples that I have talked to and counseled that one party wanted to swing and the other party didn't want to and they ended up divorced and all she wanted was a different partner. She didn't want to have an affair. So that, you know, opens the door. So is it judgment or is it acceptance? Yeah, that's very interesting. And that that kind of plays out. That's interesting because she wanted a different partner but not an affair. And that's interesting, you know, that the fear that the other partner had about exploration of that, clearly, you know, he, he didn't want her to leave him or to be or yeah. he didn't want to lose her, you know, so he, he put big fat no there, which I'm not I'm not saying it's a yes or no. I'm not putting out my two cents on that you should or shouldn't do that, but you can see that that story reflects that he put a big fat no down, you know, the big stamp of no, and in the end, he didn't end up with her. So, whether, you know what I mean, the exploration for her was important, and he was afraid to lose her, so he lost her. He did, in the, exactly. In the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's really interesting, and and I think... I think that might apply, I mean, to, to a couple things you said, whether it was the anal sex thing or, you know, again, judgment if someone wants to bring toys into the mix, um, you know, someone wants to bring a dildo, someone wants to bring a vibrator, um, the girl would like to have a toy and, you know, do anal sex and the guy thinks that's weird, you know, so I, I think there's so many, but as I said, it's, it's, you, you shouldn't put up with things that hurt you, you, you shouldn't do things that degrade you and make you feel small and horrible. I mean, we're not suggesting that. We're just suggesting even if you have some judgment, you know, quite often judgment comes from ignorance. You know, you judge something because you don't understand it. You haven't done it before. You might have heard some things about it that sound kind of kooky. So, you know, you know, we're just saying open your mind and have a reason to say you don't like it before you just don't like it. Explore it a little bit. You don't have. You may may start to do whatever the act is, 
and and say to your partner, well, let's try and see how it goes. Can I tap out if I don't like it? Right. I like that. You know, I heard somebody say we had kinky sex on the patio last night. And then, you know, there's a lot of laughter. Like, what is, is there some meaning to that? What's, what's a patio? What, what's a patio? Yeah. Like, yeah. In other words, people understand what kinky is, but what's a patio? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me? <laughs> well, that, here's the thing is that a lot of people have heard the word kinky. Yeah. And all the aspects of it, but they don't know what the patio is. The, right. pati- the patio is the outdoor s- stone steps or concrete place outside. <laughs> so it's just taking it a step further. Is <laughs> going outside, which I think, again, like we talked about, I mean, you know, like I said, you'd be, you know, you might be married 10 years. And, you know, uh, I think we talked last week about, you know, maybe you're reaching under the table to, you know, whether it's the guy reaching up the girl's dress or the girl's reaching in the guy's pants, you know, and, and you may, it's not, it's not part of your practice. And that's why we're saying kinky can be anything because maybe someone else does it every time they go out to dinner. So they don't consider it kinky. It's just part of their sex life. But someone else who maybe hasn't done that ever. And all of a sudden you're eating Chinese food at a fancy restaurant and you reach in your husband's pants and start to play with him. That's very kinky for him. You know, he's kind of, whoa, whoa, you know, but like I said, you'd be shocked at how much that might change your relationship forever because he looks at you as a wild, you know, it's fun to have a really great wife and then, or a great girlfriend or whatever, and then also look at her as a wild, crazy girl. So I know we have to go to break. Kinky's such a fun subject, and yet we also want to put some education around this as well to what things mean. But we are on Illuminating Now. I am your host, Lindsay Levinson. We have Jennifer Elizabeth Masters with us. She wrote Orgasm for life and you want this book so take a look at that during the break google it and we will be right back but don't change the channel for sure and we'll see you in a minute ask the experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com the world we live in has become a crazy place poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth We keep calling on government to save us with new programs. And now, we have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. This problem continues to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, and through our children. Get the answers from The Mickey Ellison Show, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. For 27 years, Kidstar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. Kidstar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. Kidstar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, you pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Mark from the tech team on Voice Market Kids Network. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter Voyager. Kickstar, we empower kids. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at Voice America TRN or twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Ask the experts. Call toll free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's L-I-N-Z-I-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, this is Lindsay Levinson, your host. We are back. We're back from break. And thank you for staying tuned in. But why would you want to leave? This is the show on fantasy to fetish and kinky and a lot more than that. And our guest is Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. And we have a lot to share with you. So let's just get right to it. You know, we were talking about what is kinky and, you know, we talk about it being abnormal. Jen answered that. Anything that, you know, it, it can be anything. And it can be something normal for someone else. Maybe swingers are part of someone else's lifestyle. And another couple, they're going to try it for the first time in 10 years. And so that feels really kinky. You know, m- maybe someone has never, a couple's been together for 20 years and never touched either person's ass. But somebody would like to. And so that starts to feel kind of kinky. Like, can you play with my ass? Really? Yeah, with my finger or a toy or what, what, you know? So kinky is whatever is something that feels out of the ordinary and a little bit wild and on the edge to whoever is asking for it or doing it. Let's talk. I want to go to the place of the ask because I think this is an interesting place to really talk about for our listeners because we're all walking around with an ass. (laughs) We are all all walking around with the 
front half, which we like define as our sexual parts. So, you know, whether, you know, we're talking about pleasing each other in ways that we think are standard. Jen, you know, what do you think about people's version? You know, somebody doing anal, it doesn't have to be anal sex, but just playing in somebody's ass, tickling, licking, you know, tantalizing. There's a lot to do and a, and a lot of feeling there that could be extra stimulation. What, what do you think about ass play and whether it's gross or dirty or unhealthy or fun or wonderful you know, and what other people think of it? Well, if you haven't showered in five days, any, <laughs> any body part could be gross. <laughs> so uh, beginning with a shower, is it, that's a great place to start. And, and I highly recommend being fresh from the shower whenever you have sexual activity. For one, it's respectful to your partner. Brush your teeth. Take a shower. Make sure that your vagina is fresh and clean. Guys, make sure that your your penis and your scrotum are clean and don't smell like mushrooms. And and of course, clean your ass. And if you're clean, what what difference does it make? Oral sex of the vagina, oral sex of the asshole. It's you know, it's all a pleasure center. And you know, open up your mind, expand, and you can have a lot more pleasure when you look at think about it this way. God created us with these wonderful body parts that are so sensitive and they're all so close together. Why do you think they are so close together? Oh my god. You ha- I'm having a laugh attack over here. Oh my gosh. So so what I say is be clean and open to receive. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to back that up. I'm going to that's I'm gonna uh, no, back no, that no, up. no pun intended, no right? No pun intended about the back end, but <laughs> I am going to back Jen up because you know, she brings up two excellent points. Um the cleanliness issue is um is is important for so many reasons. I mean, it, even for just, you know, of course, hygiene, but but health and wellness. Let's talk about that. You know, we we do care about health and wellness and um, and so, you know, but a lot of people use that as an excuse. A lot, a lot of people like, oh, there's bacteria back there. That's where everything the body wants to get rid of. You know, that's the gateway for all the literally crap that's got to get out of us. And that's where it heads out. You know, I'm not touching that with my finger or tongue or anything. You know? And the thing is, yes, a shower, but one smart thing or a couple are there are wet wipes. Um, wet wipes for babies. <laughs> if they're good enough for a baby's bottom, then they're good enough for yours. <laughs> so get some wet wipes and put them on your nightstand. And there is also cleansers and lotions. We're not talking and- about Comet, though. We're what? Not talking about Comet cleanser. No, do not put Comet in your ass. <laughs> do not spray Pledge in your ass. Like, you know, we, we are not suggesting that Febreze. <laughs> no, we aren't suggesting that you're, you're household cleaners or what we're talking. You know, I'm saying there, um, there are, you know, absolutely sexual products. There is a site I checked out, um, uh, Passionate Potential dot com, I think. Passionatepotential.com. Check that out. Um, and the reason is 
to talk about any of this, um, what is a site that would that would actually you know keep your confidentiality and maintain um, you know have an eight hundred number or have customer service? And so, because I think people shop all over the net and it gets crazy, and then you get a lot of things back on your computer. That's just that's just an idea for you. There's anywhere you shop, maybe you found a place that you like, but and maybe you go into a store. I don't know. I think a lot of people buy types of things like this on the net. But whatever you do, I'm saying just what Jen is saying. Yeah, don't go to the grocery store and go in the cleanser aisle of your the home products. I mean, that's that that's why I'm saying you know a sexual type of site is is catering to what is it? Because I'm not just saying clean yourself up. I'm saying if you are using a dildo, if you are using a vibrator, if you are using toys, you know you need to be. You can't move from place to place and part to part and person to person and not take it seriously about making sure things are clean. So. This is the health and wellness piece. This is my little, you know, speech on health and wellness is make sure things are clean and make sure they're cleaned with the right thing, like acrylic and glass and rubber and these different things have different cleansers. And so that's why you want to get a little educated on this and have these things, but, but you know, you don't want to be desperate in a moment. You want to have them at your bedside or in your nightstand or in a drawer. And so I think ask play, um, the other point that Jen made is, you know, all these parts are close together. They're all highly stimulating. And I think many people go a lifetime not knowing that there is so much stimulation to be had in connection to ass play, let alone, you know, not trading it out, but adding it to whatever else is going on. So, you know, I, I think we're just saying again, an open mind. It doesn't mean you start with the most intensive thing. It maybe doesn't mean it's anal sex. It maybe doesn't mean someone's sticking a toy as far in you. It, it may just mean that someone's tantalizing the outside gently or just tickling, you know, somewhere around your ass, you know, just kind of a familiarity of that area to see how that feels, that, that it's to you or that you might like to do that to someone else. What do you think about that, Jen? You know, how someone can start that to get someone else comfortable? Well, absolutely. You know, talking about it first, asking, is it okay? And here's another thing, another aspect of ass play, <laughs> that, that if your guy is having a hard time having an erection, yeah, a tantric anal massage, massaging the prostate, will get him hard in no time flat where nothing else will. So you don't have to take the little blue pill to get a guy hard. You could use the prostate massage. And I have a section in my book about it. It will get a guy hard. And it's it's actually a healthy thing to do to help that uh, prostate being uh, healthy so that you don't get prostate cancer. The, the prostate does need to be massaged. You can use a glove if you don't want to put your finger inside without a glove. But, you know, that there's another aspect, aspect that we haven't discussed. And, and this is, you know, it's, it's really amazing for a guy. I highly recommend get my book and read the section about, um, about ED and prostate massage really an interesting subject so that's that's worth it alone because i don't think again you know we just we just don't get this information we don't get it we don't have it we don't know it and we certainly don't use it but there is you know how 
how much more enhancement might we find for ourselves and for another and in relationship, meaning two people sharing that kind of enhancement simultaneously? How great could that be? So I think that that's, that's fabulous. That book, Orgasm for Life, and, and there's so many other things that connect to relationship that you can pull that book out and just flip to and be shocked when in, you know, you're in an awkward moment, but you would like to come together. The book really has some ways to do that, and you have to get it to understand what I'm saying, but it's really true. So, you know, do you think, is kinky just, just saying I want to be kinky to your partner or two people deciding. I mean, is it kind of, is that an adrenaline rush? Is that like a gateway drug? Is it change everything about a couple if they decide, let's be kinky, let's just get kinky, you know? Is an association with that change people, do you think? I think it expands our consciousness in in different ways and just trying something that's kinky doesn't mean that next thing you're going to be doing is having sex with animals. That's that's not <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. So talking with your your partner, agreeing to what you want to do, setting boundaries, and you know, for some people, it, it could be the stranger the better. For others, you know, it could be I, I really want to be safe here. Um, I have some fear around this. Could could we have some code word that I could say and we'll stop? please. And so you set that boundary so it's healthy. And kinky could be just dirty talk. Right. You know, for some people, you know, they may be making love for 20 years to the same partner and have been dying to talk dirty. So it could be something simple. And I have a, a chapter in my book that'll give you different phrases. You don't have to use the four le- four word four what <laughs> four letter words to be kinky to be dirty you know to talk dirty it could be just the way you say it that right. could be sexy that's so, right you know here's the thing about kinky we want to get all of our senses engaged and our senses involve our sight our sense of smell our sense of taste touch and it would, there's two more. What are the other two? <laughs> what did you say? Ta- taste, smell, touch, touch hearing, hearing. And- oh, that's the other thing. So we want to be, we want to engage all of the senses to heighten our sexual experience. That's how we do it. Engaging all the senses. And I bet you, most of you are only using two. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, you know, when you talk about, it doesn't have to be four letter words and. You know, it might be just what you're saying or, or how you're saying it. And I was going to also suggest, and it's funny that you kind of went into the senses and we landed on hearing, but I was going to mention, you know, just going up. Of course, the ears are very tantalizing anyway. I think probably most of us who've ever been in any kind of sensual situation, um, it's not the same for everybody. And there are some people, you know, it's so sensitive, they'd like you to stay away from their ears. But But just to whisper in someone's ear. It, it, it could be something dirty, but it could be just the fact. You could just whisper what you're doing. You know, I'm, I'm touching you right now, and I know you're going to get off soon. You know, I mean, you could just whisper that in someone's ear, and you didn't say any dirty words or anything, and you're literally just naming what's happening, which if you just spoke it out loud like a narrator, you know, nobody would, I mean, you know, 
people might look at you funny. But if you went right into that person's ear and whispered it, then there is a whole sensation happening to the ear and the breath and the warmth. And then also just the fact that you're saying something that is sort of tantalizing and romantic right in the ear. So you can think of your own creative ways, but I think that that is, it's interesting how to create your own kinky. And, and I, you know, I want to talk a little bit about fantasy and fetish and again, judgment, because I want to go back to the fact that I think a lot of us come into the world, however that is, I'm not saying we know it at one or two, but I am saying as we get into the ages of sexual relationships and certainly into adulthood. And when we have a fetish, somebody loves feet, somebody loves to see your shoes, somebody loves to have, you know, want, they want to put chocolate cream pie on your vagina. I mean, they know that's what they want to do. Like, and, and sometimes that's fun. And other times you think, why, why do you need to put a pie on my vagina? Like what, 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 <laughs> What does that do for you, you know? So I think there's a lot of judgment sometimes, but fantasy and fetish, it's just, it's a desire from within that is driven from inside the brain and it's come from life experience. We don't exactly know where or why or how it got built into life experience, but from that comes a desire from the brain. Do you think that's true, Jen? (laughs) Everything comes from the brain. Right. Everything comes from the brain. And while, we, while I was listening to you, I am thinking because so many people have been together, and I'm probably going off on a tangent, but I think it needs to be said. So many people in long-term relationships are into this mounting on top of the person in out sex. I come, you don't, and it's over. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, but that is not lovemaking. And it's not con- connected sex. And, and so when you were talking about the whisper in the ear, um, that conjured up all kinds of other images for me where think about the other body parts. We are a whole person, a whole body licking. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting excited here. Um, ha- have, have you ever had somebody kiss your eyelids? or kiss your nose, or rub noses with someone, or nibble at your neck and just be enjoying your whole body as they go all the way down, all the way down, avoiding the vagina, for the, for if it's a woman, avoiding the penis, going all the way down, kissing the inside of their legs, all the way down to their toes. And, you know, I don't have a fetish with my feet, but I'll tell you, the last time somebody sucked and nibbled my toes, I, I mean, I was in ecstasy. <laughs> to, to have somebody love every inch of your body, make love to every inch of your body, that is true lovemaking. And that is what we're talking about. Taking sex to a higher level and involving all the senses, all the body parts, not just the sexual parts. I think that really is, you know, I'm glad you said it. I do think it needs to be said. I am with you 100%. I do believe, you know, I I, I call it savoring the body. The body needs to be savored long before it needs any true sex, penetration, anything like that. I truly do believe that. I don't 
And that's just, you know, I'm just one person in the world. I'm not saying everyone has to have my belief system, but I don't really believe in wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of thing. Um, although there are moments in time that that is what fits in. But I generally believe that savoring the body and what we're talking about here, all of the senses, that is what sexuality and a sexual experience is, is the stimulation and tantalization of all the senses and of all your body parts long before you ever do anything that is the ultimate act of sex. So I, I think that's true. But what I, as I can kind of connect that into kinky or fantasy or fetish, I think about the fact that, well, number one, most of us don't really learn the savoring piece. We don't learn, you know, we, there, sex is sex and you're making out. I don't care if you're on a date or it's, you know, you're married and Thursday night is sex night. And, you know, you, you kind of make out and if it's dating, maybe you pull up the condom, whatever. If it's date night, you know, it, you make out and then have sex. And like you said, you know, one person comes, maybe the other doesn't, that's that. That savoring thing where you take, it takes time. It does take time, but it is. So I guess what I'm saying is in that you're actually building safety and you're building a foundation to start to touch everywhere and to start to stimulate all things and to start to really enjoy experiences you might not have known. If somebody's touching your upper thighs or somebody's touching right inside your ass crack or somebody's, and they're not going into your ass, you know, but it's your whole body, the next thing somebody might bring up to do may not sound so crazy or weird or foreign because your whole body has been stimulated and touched and licked and sucked in so very many ways, as opposed to all you ever do is have sex. So everything sounds foreign. Does that make sense, Jen? Absolutely. And, and you know, in addition to what you already said about taking sex to the level of art, which, which is what you described, so many and I'm sorry, guys, but I got to say it. So many men are driven to orgasm. That is what's in their mind. They're thinking about, oh, my God, I, I got to come. And their focus is on the end result instead of the in-between. And when we take the focus off the orgasm, take it off the end result and enjoy the experience, then, as you say, we're savoring the body, taking this lovemaking experience to the level of an art form and enjoying and being made love to and having somebody adore every inch of us, it, it just creates a deep sense of safety and intimacy that it will take your relationship to a much deeper level. I really like that. And, you know, we've talked before, you know, guys, it's not your fault. I mean, it truly scientifically men are testosterone. And scientifically, women are emotion. But think about what Jen is saying, because testosterone drives. It's not just you that wants to get the orgasm. You may start by saying, I'm a pleaser. I'm going to give you pleasure. I'm going to watch you come. How many times did you come? Did you come five times? You know, guys want to tell you that and talk to you about that so many times. Girls are emotion, and they like what Jen is talking about. Savor the woman. Let the woman savor you. Have a bond. Have intimacy. Have closeness. This actually turns a woman on so much that you're going to get a lot more out of it if you try some of these things we're talking about, the tantalizing, the teasing, the savoring of the body. Um, you know, the orgasm kind of comes a lot more naturally than starting to talk about it from the beginning. We're time to close the show. Jen, any last 
words very quickly because we always run out of time and it kills me. <laughs> just, just get I, I, orgasm I, for life. I'm almost, I'm almost speechless. You know, you, you had me at the biting of the neck and the ears, you know, I'm, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm still there savoring the body parts, savoring you know, the body parts. Well, so, you know, or, orgasm for life. I mean, those are my final words. I think on, <laughs> on the show two weeks, but that book, um, you know, her words are in that book and I cannot tell you enough. Um, how you really need to check it out. And I, I, I want to say, you know, today we tackled the taboo. We did. You know, that's, these are taboo things. People don't talk about them. We discussed fantasy. We discussed fetish. We discussed desires. And they might break the mold for some. For others, you know, they're just our desires. But we stay silent with our desires a lot of times. We don't even call them weird. We just don't want to talk about them because we are afraid of being judged. Sexual ops, options and sexual objects Offer creative ways in health and wellness to explore the body and to discover our identity at a deeper level than we may have ever thought possible. I want you to think about that. Lindsay's life secret. The joy of having a powerful sex life is given to us through nature. And there is much to learn around how to integrate the power of sexual pleasure and your personal wants, desires, fantasies, and needs. All that you do experience sexually helps you define all of who you are as a human. This leads you to expand self-awareness and it leads you to grow your self-esteem. I hope you believe me. I hope you take this seriously. Growing your self-esteem comes from the core of understanding yourself sexually. So it's okay to explore and your desires are warranted. I feel so grateful to Jennifer Elizabeth Masters for joining Illuminating Now for two weeks, this two-part series, so we can grow and we can learn from the in-depth knowledge that she brings. Her book, Orgasm for Life, honestly, Google it, get it. Her blog is Love Yourself Fearlessly, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters, all one word, dot blogspot dot com. You want to check that out. Boy, what a wealth of information that has for you as well. It is detailed like no blog I've ever seen. I know that you listeners have a very busy life. You've created this large community by taking your precious time to listen to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. And I appreciate that collaboration. And I appreciate that you tune in. And I appreciate that you follow us. So it has just been wonderful these last two weeks that we're all together. And if you missed one, certainly check it out because they go together. Discovery of sex and all the depth that we went into to talk about how to expand yourself and how to learn yourself in a way that can raise your self-esteem, reach higher potential, and certainly enhance your pleasure alone and with a partner. It's all very precious and it all matters. So again... Archives are always there for you, so you can make sure to hear both shows. I am so glad we did share the series. I hope it added value. I'm Lindsay Levinson. We are on Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Our guest is Jennifer Elizabeth Masters, the last two weeks. And I want you all to have a pleasurable and playful week. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Please join Lindsay Levinson again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.